Last year, Professor Grigor Reed chaired Proba OTA and shook up the event with an impassioned plea for the sector to increase its efforts for regulatory change, even picketing politicians. An EU health claim is yet to be achieved, but research continues. And now Professor Reed has shifted focus. At Probiota in Amsterdam, he'll discuss the delivery of affordable probiotics to mothers and infants to reduce morbidity and mortality in nations that need it the most, like Uganda, Tanzania and Kenya. Uh, at the moment, we're uh, collectively, we're reaching 10,000 people a day. I mean, that's unbelievable. Are you seeing benefits from that already? We don't have, a, again, you need funding to do this. We don't have formal monitoring of every person that takes the, the yogurt, but the fact that it's, uh, the kitchens have continued and the concept in Uganda is expanding says that people are clearly benefiting. It might be from some subtle health parameters. It might be from a microeconomy type uh, reasons that are setting up kitchens and making a little bit of money. But clearly it's uh, having an effect. Um, now, the other thing that uh, I just brought up, published a paper of it two weeks ago, and um, it's on fermented foods. And, mm -hmm. and what we were saying is, look, given the incredible benefits of fermented foods, they should be a criteria on their own in every country. And, you know, we looked at Japan and Britain and other countries, and it surprised me. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a, a process. The, the publication in Nutrients is the first step. Um, hopefully it will lead to others picking up on this and, you know, again, feeding it back into policy and uh, recommendations for consumers. Yeah. Just, um, you know, with the health claims that um, are approved in Canada, what's your take on the effect of those? I, I, well, I think there's... Does it feed down um, to the research community? Various spin-off effects. Yeah. So first of all, for, for R&D, we can do studies that Americans can't. Mm -hmm. And that's a big plus. I think probably we get some business coming to Canada because we can do a clinical trial without an IND yeah. using a food or supplement. So that's mm -hmm. the, the first. The second one, it, it um, allows companies to advertise and reach consumers. And I gave a talk uh, this week in Toronto to over about 250 pharmacists and I said to them 10 years ago they would not have known the word probiotic mm -hmm. they literally wouldn't and it was the launch of Activia in Canada that really started this mm -hmm. and, and now of course they've all heard of it they don't necessarily all understand it and they're having trouble saying which product should I recommend mm -hmm. So I was trying to guide them as to some of the parameters that they should use in making that decision. But if companies are allowed to make claims, then that increases the ability of them to reach consumers and tell them something that at least makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you sell TV in Ireland and you can't call it a probiotic, how can you give the consumer the message of what it does? Yeah. How can, how can you refer them to data on probiotics that Danone have got? You can't. Yeah. So the, these these ridiculous legislations are are starving consumers of information. To hear more from Professor Reed, visit the Probiota website, where you can learn more about registration for the event taking place on February three to five in Amsterdam. For more news and insights, stay with Nutri Ingredients.